Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise Hallelujah Good to see all of you Let us pray Father thank you for your great blessing And thank you for your great mercy toward us Thank you for your kindness Thank you for the sweet influence of your Holy Spirit. Speak to us today, Lord. Talk to us. Guide us and instruct us in your word. Thank you for a lifting up and a promotion and an increase in understanding as we hear your word. Deliver us from evil, Lord. Deliver us from the power of evil, O God. May your word break every yoke, Lord. And may your word be a blessing to us. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. And uh, take your seats. God bless you. Thank you. Good to see all of you. And uh, good to be in church on a Tuesday. Good to see that you'll still go to church on Tuesdays. And you still serve God on Tuesdays. So, um, we are here to hear the word of God. Turn your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter number 4. Have you found 2 Timothy chapter 4? Short service, short sermon, quick one, and then we are on our way, isn't it? It's a good plan. Has this pillar become bigger? It looks like I can't see the pillar. I feel like I used to see the people. I can't see them anymore. Has it always been like that? But you can see me, isn't it? You can see me clearly. You can't see. They said they can't see me. They have a screen. You can't see the screen. Can you see me or not? You can see me. Is it, is it a lying spirit or lack of understanding of English? But there are chairs here. Is it place full? Mm, no problem. Second Timothy chapter 4, I think. She's just been happy. Have you found 2 Timothy chapter 4? Verse 1 says that, I charge thee therefore, and my sound is very bad, I charge thee, take out all the treble or the anything else, okay? And let me have my normal voice. I charge thee therefore um, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick 
and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Hallelujah. How many of you are going to preach the word? In instant. And are going to be instant in season. Are you going to be instant out of season too? How many of you are going to be instant out of season? Yeah. In and out. It says reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fabulous. That's fables. Okay. But watch thou in all things and dear afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. How many of you are going to do the work of an evangelist? You're going to do the work of an evangelist, you sure? How many of you say you do the work of an evangelist? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Then he says, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Wow, verse 9. Are you still here? Are you sure you're here? Verse 9 says that do thy diligence. Do thy diligence. Do thy diligence. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. May that be your testimony too. And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. Ask your neighbor, are you sendable? Then he says, the cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee in the books, but especially the parchments. Alexander, the coppersmith, did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. Wow. May this never be your story. Amen. Of whom be thou were also, for he has greatly withstood our words. At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. 
I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Hey, is that serious? Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Salute Prisca and Aquila and the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus abode at Corinth and Trophimus have I left at, is it Maltum? Maltum or Miletum? Have I left that Maltum sick? Do thy diligence to come before winter. Eubulus greeteth thee, and Pudence, and Linus, and Claudia, and all the brethren, and the Lord Jesus Christ be with thy spirit. Grace be with you. Amen. Well, it's a beautiful passage, isn't it? I'm finding it interesting and more interesting as I read it. But I have great interest from verse 10 because suddenly he started mentioning names and characters and people who uh, have been faithful and people who have not been too faithful and people who have not been faithful at all. And you realize, or you must, we must be realizing that the, the ministry, the ministry and serving God, Tuesday service is usually about ministry, isn't it? The ministry is actually a very long road. And Lord, oh, who is doing that? It's a long road and a long journey. You know, it's a long journey where you see, the longer, the longer a journey is and the longer you stay with someone, the more you discover who the person is. And, and also, for yourself too, the longer you stay and the longer you stay around, the more you discover who you are and what is in you. That's why one of the highest and greatest qualities in the ministry is faithfulness. Does the Bible say that? What does the Bible say? Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You know everything. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. So you see that the highest and most important quality is faithful. If you, 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 you actually uh, weep, when you discover that you are not as faithful as you thought you are. Because it's failure. It means you have failed. Um, people sometimes uh, misjudge. Misjudge means wrongly judge what they are and what is important and what works and what doesn't work. They, 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 they do, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a wrong analysis and a wrong judgment of themselves or what they have and what they can do. 
uh, sometimes people even think that anointing is more important than, uh, than anything else. And usually someone who thinks that anointing is more important than anything else is usually not, uh, not anointed or not as anointed as he thinks he is. Because anointing is uh, um, an effect of the Holy Spirit on you. And uh, the Holy Spirit, if you have the Holy Spirit, you will be very faithful. Very, very, very faithful. Traces of, traces of unfaithfulness are actually traces of evil spirit, wicked spirits. Um, misjudging who you are, what you are, what you have, not understanding a lot of basic things in the faith and in the ministry. So, these, these characters that, we, we, uh, that are there really speak a lot to us and say, it says a lot and it looks as though um, I've not, really, I've not looked at it, but it looks as though he even has two sets. The, the, the faithful ones and then the Samway ones. So you see, on this long journey, long journey, long journey, you know, you, you may not know, but ministry is it's almost like marriage. Those who, those who do well in the ministry actually have a mind that I am maritally committed to this place. Not it's not it's not it's not a place that like you are working here. It's like I've gone to work. Yes, I don't feel I don't feel I don't feel like I'm at work. I've come to work. I feel I feel like I'm with my family. And I feel like I feel like um, I feel like uh, my pastor and not I even feel that like my pastor is actually is actually my father. Do you understand? When, when, when I see him when I see him, I see his wife, I see his children. It's like family. It's like family. What I'll do, I mean, I mean, it's like it's like it's like I'm home. We are home together. It's not like we are we are work colleagues. We are work colleagues or people who have so ministry is is really is really something that calls for marital commitment. It's like marriage. I remember once I said to somebody that you seem to be thinking when you are doing what you do in the church, you seem to be thinking that you are doing me a favor and then you seem to have this air around you that you are doing God a favor. So I actually had to tell this person that, you know, you have to change your mindset and you have to change the way you are working because soon, soon your lease will run out. And when it runs out, you will be shocked that you will see the back of my head, meaning that I will walk away from you. I will walk away from you. Don't think that my pampering, my smiles, my being nice around you, my um, calling on you every time, giving you opportunity to do things every time, don't ever misinterpret it and think that it means that it means that you are indispensable. Don't as I said, I said, don't even think that it means that you are my favorite. 
I said, don't even imagine and think that nobody can do what you, you are doing or without you, without you, something. I said, don't think, don't think so, don't. And I kept issuing the warning. Then we go, I'll see the sign and I'll say, hey, darling, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, one day, one day, one day, your, your, your license will expire and it will not be renewed. Don't say I didn't tell you. I explained and I explained, I explained to this person like I'm explaining to you today that look, well, I don't know whether someone would do that. I said, I wouldn't choose to marry someone who would treat me like she's doing me a favor. And, and I'm not saying this in 2018. In 1989, when I was choosing a beloved, that was my mind. That I don't want someone who would think that I'm, she's doing me a favor. Then I don't want you. I don't want you to do me. It's a relationship. I like you. You like me. Hey. It's not like It's not like I'm saying today because it's like, you know, today you are a bishop. No, 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 I can't see how I can be with someone who feels that he or she is better than me. And I need you. No, you need me. I also need you. Let's all humble ourselves. The pot can take 100 units, 100 units of love. Bring 50, I bring 50. Yes. Don't tell me you put 30 in it, I should put 70. What do you mean? So, that is how, that is how, that is how the, that's how the church workers. Any opportunity we have, it's a great blessing. It's a great blessing. It's a great blessing. It's a great blessing. It is a great blessing to have the chance to do something for God. It's a great blessing. Never ever think and assume that, you know, it's like you're doing someone a favor. You are indispensable. Without you, nothing will work and nothing can work. Don't have such imaginations. Don't have such imaginations. Don't have such imaginations. Don't have such dreams. Don't have such a calling because it's not from God. It's not God's ways. It's not God's idea. God is actually not with you when you develop such a mind. So you see in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 20, the Bible says, sorry, verse 10. Why did I say 20? Because it's 10 times 2. The Bible says that, For Demas has forsaken me. You see, there is never a good reason for someone to betray someone else. There's never a good reason. Never. 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 Anytime someone is disappointed in you, Especially you, if you like, like your superior or someone who is over you or so, is disappointed in you, you should know and accept immediately that I have made a mistake. 
and I have to correct it. Never argue, never explain away, never convince yourself that you are okay, they don't understand you. Who understands the devil? Do you understand it? Do you really want to have a relationship with Satan? I said, Satan, I understand you. Who understands Satan? How can you live your life and say, oh yes, Satan, I understand. Sometimes uh, you kill, sometimes you steal, and sometimes you destroy. I understand you. Satan is meant to be bound every day. Every day you should bind him. Every day you should bind his agents and his workers and his employees. Every day. You see the slightest manifestation of him. You have to bind. It's called binding. You have to bind. You have to paralyze him. The Bible, say, the Bible says that give the devil no place. Don't, don't, don't give him a chance. Don't make him walk around freely and easily. He shouldn't be given room to operate. If you give him room to operate, he will punish you. You, you, you will be punished. If you slip and you give him a little bit of room, he'll punish you. If you are interested in football, there are some strikers who are like that. You don't give them the chance. If you give them a chance, they'll punish you. They will really punish you. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't think, you never think and imagine that he will make a mistake. Some of them don't make mistakes. If you give them the chance, they will punish you. If one of the things they even enjoy, they even enjoy, is when they have defenders close to them because it gives them something to lean on. They feel, they feel like they have two pillars they can lean on and strike. So you don't give them such chances. That's how Satan is. You don't give him the chance. You don't give him the advantage. So, in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 10. Are you still in church or you've traveled? The Bible says that for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. The reason why he has forsaken is that he has developed a liking for something else. He has developed love for something else. He has developed an attraction for something else. An attraction. A deep attraction for something else. You know, if there's anything you should be careful about in this life, should I tell you what you should be careful about? Be careful about what is in your heart. What is in your heart. Because one day, one day, one day, one day, small, small, like somebody said to me once, little by little, small, small, you will do what is in your heart. Yes. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Small, small, bit by bit, little by little. Do you understand small, small? Small, small. Small, small like that. 
before you realize what is in your heart, what you are, what you secretly meditate on. Secretly, your secret meditations, your secret thoughts, your secret imaginations. You know, it's not everything that is in you that you say. That's why there's a book on those who pretend. There are people who are saying things, commenting on things, but that's not what they believe in. That's not what is in their heart. That's not what, that's not what they really, I mean, I can, I can, I can sit with people. It's, it's usually hard and difficult, but I can be with someone and be talking to the person, but I can't wait for the person to leave me. Do you understand? But being a gentleman and a cultured person, it's not everybody that you can do. You can't, you can't say, oh, get up and go. I've said to a couple of people in my lifetime, get up and go out. But it's not, I mean, you don't do that. Do you understand? You don't do that. So you, you, can, you, can, so you can be with someone, but you are chatting about something you are not even interested in. I've slept on someone before. In my office. I slept. Because I, 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 I mean, I, I've tried. I've tried to hold the cover before I realized I was gone. Suddenly, I was opening my eyes. I, I, felt, I felt bad, but he pretended like he had not seen it, and he continued talking. Yes. But I couldn't suck him. I couldn't say, get up and go. But I was tired. So, you have to watch what is in there, especially the secret ones, the secret things, the secret things. There are some things when you hear, even when you hear a pastor say, you say, amen, amen, bless you. But when you leave and you sit in the car with him, you start talking, you start having another discussion that this thing that was said, don't you think, what do you think about this? You see, because you have something, another secret in your heart. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. I don't know why they like hiding my verse. It's like I'm reading the Bible. You keep taking the Bible away from me. For Demas has forsaken me. Why? Having loved this present world. Having loved this present world. It's something that has made him forsake his pastor. And the thing is, he has developed a strong liking for this present world. Everybody has something that can pull you away. Something that can take you away. That's why I'm saying that. If there's anything that you should be careful of, what is in your heart? The secret things in your heart. Secret. Maybe Demas would have become one of the apostles. Yes. Maybe by now we could have first Demas and second Demas. First Demas chapter 1, because Paul is bringing him up. Paul is training him. Probably he, he, could, have be, he could have become very, very anointed. Very super anointed. But his love, do you know where love is? I mean, love. Love is in the heart, isn't it? Don't you love with your heart? Love is in the heart. 
yesterday, I was speaking to someone and I said, I was going to make a statement. I said, I don't understand why something, as soon as I said, as soon as I said, I got a, a verse came to mind. I said, I understand. I understand why someone can behave that way. And do you know the verse that came to me? Love is as strong as death. Yes. Although I don't understand why something, something, something. No, I understand. Love is as strong as death. The power of love. Do you know the effect of death? The, it's like the effect that death has is, is the same effect that love can have. So you even have to be careful what you love. And who you love. Because love is as strong as death. Is death not strong? I mean, when death strikes, you, you, you all discard the look. The only thing is that we have faith that this is not the end. We have hope that this is not the end of, 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 of our lives, that one day we'll meet again. That's, that's where we get comfort from. But death is very strong. It knocks you out and you are out. And he said, love is as strong as death. It's, it's, that, it's that strong. It's that strong. What you like, you have to be very careful what you like and what you love. You have to be very, very careful. Because you, you will do anything and you can do anything with what you like. What you, what you are in love with can drive you to do anything. Anything. Oh, love is a stronger step. It's the Bible. That's why you can see people doing crazy things in the name of love. What you love, eh? what you love. What you put your hand at, I like this thing. Some things you shouldn't like. You should love God. You should love God. Love God. Yes. Love God. Have you read that scripture? It says, love, love God with all your might. All your mind, all your strength, all your this. Yes. If you can fulfill, if you can fulfill that scripture, you save yourself from a lot of things. Because if I tell you that, give me all the money you have. When uh, someone else comes, say, oh, give me, give me, I just want one tea. You would have given it all to me. You will not have any. You don't have anything left. If you can give all your love to God, all, you give him all. You don't have, have anything left for other things. But it's because you haven't given all your love to God. That's why you have some left to do other things. Yes. And someone who doesn't love God is a very dangerous person, you know. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, all your mind. Everything, everything has been given to God. It's like when you come up, giving everything. Yes. Like, like um, um, Jacob and Esau. Who was their father? You don't know? <laughs> Isaac, okay. Isaac. <laughs> you know, when, when Esau came, he said, I've given all the blessings away. And Esau crying, said, don't you have even one left? It's like, it's like, look inside. Look inside your whatever, where you keep the blessing. There should be one there. There should be one there. Yes. Because I've given everything away. I've given, I said, he said, I have blessed him and he shall be blessed. I have blessed him. Whoever came, whoever came in your name that he is Esau, I have blessed him and he will be blessed. 
You must love God more. Love him more. Love him more. More and more and more and more. Choose God. Choose God in everything. Everything that you think about God. Consider God. Choose to love him more. Like, Lord, I want to do this for you. Lord, I love you. I love you. I really love you. Give him your time. Give him your strength. Give him your energy. Love him more. Sacrifice more for God. Sacrifice for God. For God. Give him more. How many of you would like, you would like God to use you? I hope you are serious. I hope you are serious. Because sometimes you are lifting up your hand, but your testimony is terrible. That's what I'm saying, that you lift your hand in public, what's in your heart? Because that is what you will do. That's what you do. That's what you do. You do what is in your heart. You find yourself doing what is in your heart. Your secret considerations and your secret appetites and your secret desires. That is what took Demas away. That's what took Demas. It took it. It just it just threw him off. But I would have had first Demas, chapter two, verse three. Powerful revelation. Then we'll have second Demas, chapter four, verse one. But we don't have anything. What we have about it is that he has forsaken me. Having loved something else, having loved something else, having loved something else, having loved something else, having loved something else aside of God. And aside of the things of God. And aside of the work of God. You should, you should always know what has your heart. You should always know what, what, what has your heart. Where's your heart? What's your heart in? What have you given your heart to? Yeah. What did you, what did you surrender your heart to? People who love God and served God and worked for God. Age couldn't retire them. Billy Graham. I remember, I remember I've, I've met uh, Rihard Bonke once. Once in Nigeria. I met him in the left. I was blessed to be in the same hotel that he was in. So we entered the left like this and there was this person. I remember Bishop said, hello to him, hello sir, whatever. So I, actually, I, I remember I was actually wondering who is this man because he had not clicked then he, then he started talking then from the voice the voice an elderly man from the voice I could see that I, I know this voice I know this voice somewhere because as we were all in the left I couldn't ask who is he so I was just staring then he asked he asked about that's what we're doing there so we've come for church program he said that's good we should serve in this day. then he said I remember his fist like this. Like this. He said, I'm on fire for Jesus. I'm on fire for Jesus. I'm on fire for Jesus. He said, I'm not too old to serve. I'm on fire for Jesus. Fire. No seasonal, seasonal service. You're serving God, then this little thing comes up here, then you are blown away, you are blown off. No. Stay. Stay. You will stay and you will last. Yeah.
chosen for him. Choosing him. So what? 50 years you look as though you are 94. I mean 44 you look like, I mean it's like the world is finished. Yeah. Because you are single so you can't think again. You can't think. I mean, Demas has forsaken me. <laughs> Having loved this present world. Watch it carefully. What you like. Watch it carefully. What you really love. Watch it carefully. Watch it carefully. Some of us like we love titles. Yes, we love titles. Really like titles. And position. But that, that's what affects us. When there's no title. And when there's no position, we are, we are greatly affected. Is that we actually can't serve God without a title. So it, it, it doesn't even make sense to us. It's like I must have this. So when, when, that, when that position or that role is tampered with, we, we, we even fail to see even the good reason for the move. We can't see the good reason for it. We can't see. It's, it's, almost like, it's almost like I'm being dethroned. It's like I'm the prince or the princess of this zone. It's like, how dare you touch me? How dare you touch me? How dare you touch you? What? Who put you there? Have you forgotten how you got there? How come you can't be changed? How come since you're the person who appointed you now, you know better than the person? Having loved, having loved, having loved. What do you love? What do you love? What would you like to have? What is, what is really your dream? Your dream that I must, I must really get this thing. I must really have it. I must really have it. That's what you love. That's what you love. I must really have this thing. I should be, I should, I should be the one who has this rank and title or whatever. Don't touch me with it. If you touch me, it's like, hey. Love is as strong as death. Yes. 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 It's strong. Whatever you love is strong. It can make you do things. Love. Love, love is very strong. Love. Richie, I'm telling you, love is very, very strong. Love. You haven't seen love. Love is strong. Strong. 
12 verse 12. Demas has forsaken me. Having loved. Having loved. Having loved. He loved something. Something was in his heart. Something was there. That couldn't allow him to follow. To follow the apostle to the end. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't follow him to the end. He couldn't stay with him. He couldn't serve with him to the end. His testimony was different from. Give me the next verse. Only Luke is with me. Luke was there. It's, it's, it's different. It's different from Demas. Demas has developed love for something else. He couldn't stay. He said, take Mark and bring him with you for he is profitable to me for the ministry. May you become profitable for the ministry. Profitable. That is, may you become an asset and not a liability. An asset. He's profitable to me. He's profitable. I always remember one, one, one day I sat, I sat down somewhere and I said to myself, if I'm transferred from London, if Bishop calls me, I'm moving from London. And I wrote down names of people who are profitable to me. I said, I said, I remember I said, I'm going with these people. And I remember I said, I don't even have to call them. They will come. Yes, they will come. After all these, after all these years that I've been here, I know those who are profitable to me. Yeah, they are profitable to me for the ministry, 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 for the ministry. I have a secret list. Now they are, they are, some of them are a little old, so I don't know whether I have, I might have to go through the list again. Maybe this evening I'll write another list and see. I see those. I'll see and see those who will survive. Some years back, wrote it. I had the list. I said, these ones, these ones. I said, without fail. I remember saying to myself, I don't have to ask them. I just have to tell them we are going to this country and they will come. Yeah. And I'll choose them because they are profitable. Profitable to me for the ministry. For the ministry. When it gets to ministry, when they are around, there's an advantage. I have an advantage. I'm able to do more. I can do more when they, if they are around. I can do more. Yeah. I can do more. I can get more than. It's advantageous to have them. You know, there are people that are not advantageous. It's not, it's not a good thing to have them around. It's not a good thing to have them around. Because it's a problem. Even when you are preaching, you see their face. They can even change the sermon. You even wonder, I mean, who brought them this close to the front? I'm closing in five minutes. Take Mark. May you be a Mark. And may you be a Luke. Yes. 
You see, like I said, look, it's a long journey. It's like a marathon. It's a long journey. A long journey with waves, waves, currents, undercurrents, sways to the right and to the left. Long journey. I can't have anything better to compare to the marriage. Ministry tests eventually everything in you, like marriage tests everything in you. If you don't know your temperament, marriage will show your temperament. If you don't know your character, marriage will show your character. Marriage will show it to you. It will show how rude you are or how courteous you are. It will show you how, how silly you are or how cultured you are. Marriage will show you. It will show you. Show you how lazy you are or how hardworking you are. When you're going to school, your parents were on your case. That's how you finished. That's why you finished. Oh, yeah, it was your parents. They were on your case. Since you finished what your parents guided you to do, what have you done for yourself? Yes. Since you finished. The last classroom you saw was a classroom where your, your parents were paying school fees. Since then, since then, tell me you've done something else. <laughs> you, give, you give all the excuses. Daddy could have given all those excuses too. you to their lives, forced, battled through, did everything possible to give you a life. Yes. Since, since, since you became independent. That's my question. What have you added to your life? Then it tells you who you are. Then it tells you who you are. It tells you whether you are lazy, whether you are airhead, whether you are slow, whether you are down. I mean, it shows. I mean, let's give, let's give, let's give your life back to your, 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 your parents and see. At this age, you'll see what they'll do for you. You'll see how they'll direct you, how they'll insist. I mean, let's just try. Let's just try and come and put them in over your life again. You'll suddenly prosper. you suddenly you look rich. It's like, it's like a lot of African countries and their colonial masters. Since they took over, you see, even a road, they can't, they can't add an inch. Do you know an inch? They can't add a centimeter to the road. You see, they can't do it. They can't do it. They can't do it. Don't think too much about them. Think since you appointed a pastor and you somewhat went out of every Sunday control of somebody. Ask yourself, what have you added to your life? What have you added to the church? How many souls have you added to that church that was given to you? 
You were shiny shepherd. That's how come you were put there. When you were put there, what, what have you built? What have you developed? How many shepherds have you raised? How many pastors have you, how many pastors have come out of the place that you were put in? That's what I'm talking about. Don't think about African leaders. I'm talking about us. Under somebody's leadership, you say you do well. Then you step out. That's how you discover who you are. So you discover this who you are. You've eaten your mother's food. And your mother is cooking. You say, bring the salt. Bring the this. You thought you could cook. You thought you could cook. There's a stare and I'm coming. You thought you, thought, you, thought you could cook. Now you can say you can't cook. Your husband is the, he is the hungriest man on earth. Hungriest man. The guy is hungry. By day and by night, he's hungry. Now you thought you could cook. They say, oh, look, look, keep an eye on this if I'm coming. You thought keep an eye on things is the same as cooking. I can compare marriage to the ministry. Compare the two. You will see that it's revealing what is in you. Revealing who you are. Because when you are in that church, you are some active alive. It's almost as though your pastor is even too slow. So it's like, let me go and start a church. I need a branch. I need to preach. I want Sunday. When it was given to you, you started sucking people from the church. You didn't even have to start. You even inherited. You inherited a church. Even keep it. You're sucking people from the church. The numbers are dwindling. And you're coming, you're coming to sit here to talk about African leaders. It's dwindling. It's finishing. The people are finishing. People are becoming someone's valuable members. Valuable. Yes. Valuable. You've rubbished them. You've you've, you've turned them into orangus. Valuable members. People that someone someone really likes. I mean really likes. You and what's given to you is like they are are some beasts. afraid of you. If I want to ask you for something, do I, do I have to think? Should I think and calculate? Say, hey, you know what if this? Should I have discussions? Should I have discussions about you? Or should I have discussions, long discussions before we even come out and ask for something? Be profitable. Yeah. Do I have to fast and pray before I can come and stand here and ask you for offering? 
fast and pray. I should fast and pray and bind. I mean, should Bishop not just wake up and say, look, I have children in London. I have children in England. Let me go to them and go and raise one million pounds for the crusade. You saw the crusades if you were interested. If you're interested. You saw the crusade recently. You saw the roads and things that they were on. Should he fast and pray and bind and cast out and stop and, you know, before he comes and lifts up one envelope, one envelope like that to us. Should he? If he has to, then you are, we are not profitable. We are of no use. We are, it means we are, you are useless. For you to tell him that you are, you are, you are not led to give. <laughs> As though you don't read your Bible. As though you don't read your Bible. If you read your Bible, you have read it. If you have even read, he that sows sparingly shall read sparingly. This is my chance to give. Let me give bountifully and read bountifully. If you read your Bible, if you have your quiet time. How come the only time you are led is when you, your, your rebellion is come? That's when you say that you are led to do this. It's profitable. You'll be profitable. Yeah. We will be profitable yeah. for the ministry. Yeah. For the ministry. You have to be profitable. To, wouldn't you like to be on that list? As, uh, your, your pastor has a list somewhere. Those who are profitable. That they, these, are, these, are my, these are my mark list The mark list We like to get onto your pastor's mark list I'll take these ones Because they are profitable Only Luke is with me Luke is, Luke is still there Let me see verse 12 As I, I try to finish He said Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus Yes I went to that Ephesus So he sent, he sent Tychicus the cloak, yeah, verse 14. Alexander. No, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Take me back to verse 10. Let's start talking about this guy. We'll, we'll, end, we'll end the service. Yes. Yes, I love the I don't want to comment on him. I don't want to be tempted. Don't tempt me to start talking about Alexander the coppersmith. But I pray that we will have Luke's, Mark's, and Tychicus. People that are profitable for the ministry. Profitable. Profitable. I pray I'm profitable to my pastor. That's my prayer. My prayer. I'm profitable. Isn't it wonderful? That I'm a burden and a problem. An issue. I'm like a lot. Do you know lot? Whilst you, whilst you are building, he's dismantling. He's into other things. He has other visions. Other visions. Other visions. He has other vision, other purpose, other reasons why he's around. Thank you, Jesus. You'll be profitable. Amen. Profitable. Wow. Be profitable. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I have to end the service. Because, because if I say what I'm about to say next, turn your Bibles to this place. 
It's going to take one hour. So stand to your feet and let's close. Let's pray that we'll have a lot of Luke's, a lot of Mark's in our midst. Profitable for the ministry. Profitable. Profitable. People who love the ministry, really love the ministry, really love God, really want to serve God. Pray. Let's pray together. Pray. 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 Profitable. 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 Pray. Ah, Shabakabashatalabahata. Pray. In any way possible that you be profitable for the ministry. You'll be profitable for the ministry. Pray for yourself in any way possible. In your branch, wherever you're coming from, for the entire denomination. Pray. For united denominations. Pray. God will give you a chance to serve Him. God knows your heart. God knows your heart. God knows your heart. God knows your heart. God sees your heart. If you're asking him, as you're praying to him, he can lift you up. He can lift you up into a place of honor, place of significance, place of importance to work for him, to work for him, to work for him because you are profitable for the ministry. Profitable. 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 Jesus, we thank you. Pray. 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 Ah, we thank you, Lord. Lelelia talabakabashi talabahastaya. Paroma. Yamadize. Yamadiza. Maluba Sodama Sodiadeka let me atos ti andele be castaya. Mata makapata labadi bafete. Femioste atastaya. Predostia. Predostia. Pray that you will finish. You will fulfill your calling. You will do your work. You will serve God faithfully to the end. Ah, nana diatastaya. Nana diatastayata. Nana diata stayata. Nana dimika la bladista yabadista bladestia. Clemish to yada stafa. 
Father in heaven, I thank you for today. Thank you for your word of exhortation that you've brought to us, Lord. Let hearts be blessed. Let hearts be healed. Let hearts and minds be rid of evil spirits, Lord. And let your people be like trees planted by the rivers of water. May they be fruitful. May they multiply. May they flourish. And may they do well. Thank you, Father, for your great mercy and your great blessing. In the name of Jesus. I want to pray for you. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've not given your life to Jesus. Or you have given your life to Jesus before you've backslidden. You've lost that relationship with God. As you are here today, you don't have any relationship with God. Or you have a very weak relationship with him. And you want to say that, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Very quickly, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up high so we can see you. God bless you. God bless you. You also want to join. You want to give your life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I need a relationship with God. I need to be born again. I need to be saved. Just your right hand. I can see your hands. God bless you. Have your hand lifted up. I want you to do one more thing. Come out of your seats and walk to me right here. Wherever you are, come. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come. Come all the way to the front. Come to Jesus. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. for you. Is anybody else coming? If you're not coming, give your life to Jesus. Don't walk. Don't walk now. Let's bow our heads and praise. Those of you in front, say this with me. Say this. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Now say, say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Say, from today, I'll serve you. I'll live for you. And I will obey you. Now say, Satan, I bind you. And I cast you out of my life. In Jesus' name. I'll say, I belong to Jesus. I'll live for Jesus. And I'll serve Jesus. I will no longer serve you. I belong to Jesus. I am bought with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Shout your loudest. Amen.
God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week. Cross darkness cover the peace.